Welcome to Brown Bag Religion, the MF Casser podcast. Okay, now it's uh, 11.30, uh, it's Tuesday, and I welcome everyone to this week's Casser uh, lunch talk. Uh, and it's a great pleasure for me to introduce to you Professor Kasper Bo Larsen, who is uh, a New Testament scholar from Aarhus University. And uh, I believe also affiliated somehow to the ongoing CAS project uh, that uh, Livingeborg Lied and Marianne Bjellankatso is uh, conducting uh, here in Oslo. Uh, but you are in Aarhus now, Casper, uh, and I look very much forward to hear about your uh, ongoing research uh, about um, programmatic scenes. Uh, in the New Testament and other ancient uh, literature. So please. Thank you very much uh, for the invitation. Uh, uh, sitting here in the country where we have actually this year had a national uh, championship uh, of uh, cross-country skiing, which we can uh, not have every year, but uh, it's cold and there's snow actually this year. Um, uh, uh, what I'm, I would like to do is to present to you a, uh, a, uh, an ongoing project uh, that is beginning right now. Uh, it is sponsored by uh, Carlsberg. Uh, they have paid a one-year salary for me uh, uh, that I'm going to use from next summer on to write a monograph on this topic. Uh, I began uh, initial research on it in Oslo in January with the, uh, at the CAS Center with uh, Liv Ingeborg and Mariana. Um, but it is, uh, it is, this is uh, work that is going to be done primarily uh, uh, next year. But um, I, what I would like to do now is to present my uh, monograph uh, idea. And uh, I would like very much to have response from you uh, concerning uh, the, the, the name that I'm going to give these scenes, programmatic scenes, uh, could it be done better? And uh, another question, how can the ancient manuscripts be used uh, in this uh, context? Um, but what is a, a programmatic scene? Uh, it is, uh, according to my definition, the main character's first public programmatic appearance. Uh, and so it is the first uh, public speech, the first public action, or the first military uh, campaign uh, in uh, ancient narratives, uh, particularly in the ancient biographies. Uh, and it is, of course, an ethic genre category uh, that I am making up. Uh, we don't, I'm not able to find very good equivalence uh, uh, names for it from antiquity, uh, unlike, for example, uh, recognition scene and agnorisis. It's, uh, it's not an emic category, but it's an ethic. Uh, and in New Testament studies, we have a lot of ethic genre categories like apocalypse and call narrative and uh, so on. So, so uh, yeah, this is how uh, we have to work uh, sometimes. Uh, my hypothesis is that uh, this programmatic uh, first appearance, public appearance, is a common device in ancient uh, biographies. It serves to prime the reader to present uh, the character in full from the very beginning, and that it uh, represents a kind of a miniature of the whole work, um, a, a key to understanding uh, the whole work in which it appears. Uh, 
Uh, in New Testament studies, people have often talked about a programmatic scene in the Gospel of Luke, uh, Luke 4, 16 to 30. But what I want to do is to claim that uh, programmatic scenes uh, do we actually find in all four New Testament Gospels. And it is a, a general thing in ancient biographies. And uh, notabene, we have different programmatic scenes in the four different Gospels, which shows how important the first public action is. Uh, just to give you a few examples uh, from the ancient uh, biographies, uh, Cornelius Nepos's biography on Themistocles uh, says the following, the first step in his public career uh, came in connection with the war with the Corcyra, chosen general by the people to carry on that contest. He inspired the Athenians with greater courage, not only at that time, but also for the future. So this is the first military campaign of Themistocles, and it, it uh, contains uh, promises for the future. Um, also, another example uh, from Plutarch, uh, this brought Cato for the first time and against his wishes into the forum. He opposed the tribunes and was admired for the proof of eloquence and high character which he gave, for his speech had nothing about it that was juvenile or affected, but was straightforward, full of matter and harsh. So here is the first public speech of Cato the, young, the Younger uh, in a public forum. Just a few examples. Uh, so how do we find this in the, the Gospels? Um, according uh, to uh, this understanding of the programmatic scene, uh, the programmatic scene uh, in Mark is the first exorcism in 121 to 28, the healing of the man with an unclean spirit. We, of course, have a programmatic statement in 115 regarding the nearness of the kingdom of God, but the, the actual programmatic scene uh, is 121 to 28. Um, and uh, this means that what goes on uh, before that is preparations. Uh, we have to hear about John the Baptist, the temptation, uh, the calling of the first disciples, and after that we get the first public appearance. And it is programmatic in a lot of uh, senses, uh, just I ha don't have time to explain, but it, uh, this first scene illustrates the nearness of the kingdom of God. It shows how Jesus is a successful wonder worker, his authority, his halakha, his kind of conflict with authorities and his secret identity. So main motives of the whole Gospel of Mark are already there in Nutcher in the programmatic scene, the first exorcism. Uh, moving on to Matthew, I would say that the Sermon on the Mount is the programmatic scene. Um, that is quite late in the story, chapter five. But if we uh, look at it, uh, the first four chapters are actually preparatory chapters. Um, so the Sermon on the Mount is for Jesus' first public appearance. Um, looking at what is before that is the birth of Jesus. And uh, we do have a couple of summaries that tell us about Jesus' public uh, teaching, but they are summaries, not uh, full scenes. And what is interesting uh, in Matthew is that he has 
uh, taken the Markian uh, programmatic scene and uh, used it as a frame for the Sermon on the Mount. So the last summary in 423 to 25 and the ending of the Sermon of, of the Mount uh, echo the, the, the Markian programmatic scene. Um, and there are lots of programmatic motifs in the Sermon of the Mount, of course, Jesus as new Moses, righteousness, deeds before doctrine, divine judgment, imitatio dei, uh, important motives in the Gospel of Matthew as a whole. In Luke, uh, we have uh, the uh, Jesus in the synagogue of Nazareth. Maybe I should, in, in, for this, in the sake of time, skip this one because that is uh, well known and move on to John, uh, where I would say that uh, we have a uh, programmatic diptych of, of a sort. We have two programmatic scenes, uh, the wedding in Cana, which is called uh, Archeton Semion, the first or the most important of the signs, um, the first public uh, appearance of Jesus in chapter two. Uh, but the temple incident also seems to have a programmatic character because uh, here John moves a late scene from the Jesus tradition to the very front of the narrative. We could say just as Luke did with the uh, preaching in the synagogue in Nazareth, moved a story from Mark 6 to the beginning of the narrative. So this seems to be a, a tendency, uh, or at least we find it a couple of times in the Gospels. So chapter one is preparation before Jesus' public appearance in John. And we also have uh, these um, programmatic motifs in uh, the two programmatic scenes in John, the hour, human versus divine will, science, revelation of glory, belief, temple Christology, post-Easter hermeneutics, uh, very important themes in the gospel of John as a whole that are introduced here. Okay, um, what I want to do in my monograph is to show how uh, the programmatic scene uh, appears in biographies uh, and in the New Testament Gospels, but also to discuss uh, whether early readers of the Gospels would have a similar view on these scenes, highlighting them as particularly important scenes. And you can find that in some of the second or third, fourth century commentators, Origen, for example, uh, discussing which one, which is which scene, uh, the Markan or the Johannine is in fact the first uh, uh, scene, the first action of Jesus. Um, but this uh, reception of the programmatic scenes may also be seen in uh, the manuscripts, and I have been looking into the Kefalaya, the the ancient uh, chapter divisions uh, used for liturgical or uh, reading uh, purposes. Uh, in Codex Alexandrinus and uh, other manuscripts. And uh, if we go to Mark, uh, it is uh, remarkable that the first chapter of Mark is not uh, Mark 1.1, but it is uh, the, the, the actual scene that I call the programmatic scene, the healing of uh, the demoniac. So that is highlighted as chapter one in this uh, division uh, system. Uh, maybe uh, the, the writers of this manuscript see Mark 1, 1 to 20 as a kind of prologue to Mark. Uh, 
if we go move on to Matthew, uh, we don't, the programmatic scene is not the first chapter in Matthew, but it is remarkable that uh, the Sermon on the Mount, chapter five to seven in Matthew is seen as one uh, unit in the Kephalaya called the Beatitudes. That is uh, one uh, unit in, in this divisional system. Uh, Luke is Luke uh, in his in the Kephalaya to Luke. We do not have a, a highlighting of uh, uh, four sixteen to thirty, but we do have that in an older uh, division in the Codex Vaticanus, where we can see uh, clear marks uh, showing where the preaching in the synagogue in Nazareth begins and ends. And if we go to John to, uh, back to the Kephalaya. We can see that the, as in the case with Mark, the first uh, chapter is the same scene as the one I call the pro uh, uh, programmatic scene. Actually, the two first scenes here are the two programmatic scenes of John, the wedding in Cana and the, the temple incident. Uh, so uh, I'm not claiming that this is a first century understanding of, uh, of the Gospels, but it shows how uh, early readers uh, uh, divide the text and highlight uh, the so-called programmatic scenes as, uh, as special. Um, so the, the overall aim of my project, I'm closing, uh, rounding off now is to demonstrate how the programmatic scene functioned in ancient rhetoric and literature, uh, biographies in particular. Maybe we also have some equivalents in the Hebrew Bible. Uh, the prophet is called, and after that we have the prophet's first public appearance. Uh, I want to also to identify and analyze the variety of programmatic scenes in the four New Testament gospels. And three, to show how ancient Christian gospel users in their exegetical practice and manuscript culture applied special significance to the programmatic scenes. So thank you very much for your time.